0: What's happening team? Welcome to the type 1 movement podcast where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a type 1 diabetic. I'm your host type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional so please consult with them first if you're thinking of making any changes. Welcome to another episode of the Type 1 Movement Podcast, and I am buzzing for this episode. I've got a very special guest on, we always love it when they have like clients or ex-clients on. Um, so yeah, we're going to get straight into this. You're going to get a lot from this, um, I think, so make sure you stick around right till the end. So without further ado, I'll introduce yourself. So thank you for coming on. I've wanted to, to get you on and have a good chat with you for a while, just because of like how well you've done, where you've come from and where you're sort of at now. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll we'll get into it
1: That's great well thanks uh, thanks Tom Hello everybody um I will try and speak slowly because I'm Scottish and I'm aware <laughs> I speak really really fast so stay tuned and I'll try and keep it keep it okay. slow um yeah so I'm Sophie I have uh, a type 1 for 31 years. Um, I was diagnosed aged five. The fact I can say 31 years gives me the absolute fear (laughs) it should be 20 years, but 31 years. Um, I have had, you know, maybe three or four, no, maybe five different diabetes teams over that period of time um, in different places that I've lived. And so I think I've got a sort of wealth of experience of phenomenal, um, you know, endos and, and diabetes nurses and pump specialists and some absolute freaking horrors. So, um, I think it makes it makes me able to relate to lots of people's stories because i I really get um how challenging it can be. <laughs> but um, I think for me, uh, you know, i I spent a lot of years um probably wildly out of control, but somehow managing to maintain a pretty or h b one c. so, it's maybe the same in lots of your clinics where you go and they go, oh, your HbA1c is, you know, 50, fantastic. Right, we'll see you in six months. And your eyes are fine. And I'm like, yeah, guys, but I'm bouncing between C and 13 or C and 15 every day. Um, literally just a roller coaster. So eventually I decided, age, <laughs> age 36, it was time to take control. And I was like, I I'd listened to, um, I think somebody, had ta- one of my pals had tagged me in one of your... Um, <laughs> one of your Instagram stories, and I have to say...
0: I remember that, and I've got the exact post when I put a post out, um, obviously, like, looking to help people. I seen it the other night, and I seen your comment, and I was like, well, I remember that first one.
1: (laughs) Well, that was a big step, Thomas, because I I don't... I was 31 years in, and I'm like, I don't need help. Like, Mm. diabetes is hard. It's hard for everybody unless you're freaking Sharon Stone and have a personal trainer at full time and somebody to kick for you so my view was don't tell me I need help that was genuinely where I was at in my head and then you came along and very like me are quite straight talking and blunt and call the bullshit out and i was like oh this is properly. Like, i don't know what you said but you proper got under my skin and i was like yeah like this guy i'm gonna see if he can take like take me on I, <laughs> I thought we'd match it
0: <laughs> so it's like like I'm, a competition sort of thing oh mate <laughs> you know me
1: you know me like i pretend i'm not competitive but i'm totally um <laughs> so yeah so I, genuinely the fact when i when i did it i i went in with really really low expectations because i thought <laughs> there's nothing this new timer is going to show me that i don't know already well how that's what.
0: <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. That's one of the questions I wanted to ask you. Like, what kind of? And you basically covered some there, but I like to ask people this: Like, what was you apprehensive, and what held you back before joining the program? Because I think a lot are gonna be able to relate to this.
1: Yeah, I, that's that's a really good question. I would say um, time is a big one for me, um, and I and I don't say that as an excuse. I um, I work full time, like probably most people do. Um, I have a family I you know (laughs) have lots of volunteer stuff that I do and I was like diabetes is something I've lived with since I was five and I have a genuinely I would say happy relationship with it like it just it rolls along beside me but I'd let it kind of take a bit of a back seat for quite a while and just got on and built habits that weren't great so for me I was just in the little role of you know check your sugars fuck it's a bit high Bangs and bays or bags and bolus in, oh, it's going low, you know, have a shot and then shoot up again. Blah, blah, blah. Like that was what I was doing all the time. And I was quite tired of it. So it got me to the point where I was like, it can, it can be better. And um, like I say, I'm quite competitive. And it's not necessarily a, a good or attractive quality, but uh, I was like, I want to be better, like I want to be a better version of me. So when I came on the program, <laughs> I still remember the first call. You, I've not even told you this. I was like,
0: oh I'm excited when you were like talking <laughs> about how
1: you're, how you're gonna help me I'm like are I, you yeah, I, right okay very good and I, I remember being really really doubtful that it was going to make a difference and that's not like I don't that that's how that's where my head was at whether that's you know good or bad mm-hmm. or whatever um I genuinely just thought I'd give it a try but I would be right and it would just be like this forever and I literally from and I'm probably ruining all your questions but like, I'm 80% minimum time and target every day. And I'm not saying that as some, like, amazing diabetic. I've had, de- I've had weeks where I've had totally shit days, too. Mm. But, like, when I look at my 7, 14, 30, and 90 days, I'm at 80-plus. Like, that is mind-blowing from somebody who is sitting at max 50, max. I'm like – and I just feel like – my husband said that too. you, are so much nicer. <laughs> Do you know? Because <laughs> nice. you're not, like, bouncing around <laughs> pure or raging <laughs> – you're so much nicer to be around because it's not that constant pendulum of like Mm. you know just constantly having to manage a crisis so yeah kudos tom
0: (laughs) absolutely love that and what he said there i think is important as well because i think obviously i speak to a lot of tight ones and you've hit the nail on the head with that there you're like nah is it really going to help me is it going to teach me more than what i already know and i think it's complacency especially when you've had it and i find when tight ones i've had it for so long You get into a little rut, a routine, and you become complacent and kind of closed off, like, yeah, this is how it is, and that's exactly what you was like, isn't
1: it? Totally, totally. I think, and I was thinking about this this morning when I was getting ready, I was like, there's a difference for people who, like, I'm I'm jumping all over the place, but I I had a contact (laughs) from somebody today, um, or forgive me, really late last night, who said, who I know through a friend who said, Sophie, the only person that's going to understand, she's type one as well. And she sent me a picture of her graph, and I could have cried because that used to be me, where it was 21, 2, 19. And she's like, I feel like I'm going to die. She's like, mm. works horrendous because I can't. And I remember being on that pendulum, and I said to her, like, You, you can take control of this, but you're going to have to make the decision to step out, like, to step out and ask for help. And she was like, and I listened to you know, Tom's, Tal's, you know, staff, look at look at them on. And she was like, mm, yeah, I might do that. And I thought, but it reminded me of where I was at, where actually to address it is is taking that step. And I think when you've had it for a really long time, there there's a difference between somebody who's newly diagnosed, perhaps that's maybe intimidated, but really, really keen to learn because it's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, you know, this is like new and scary and am I going to die and all that. So maybe they look at, whereas if you've had it for 20, 30, 40 years, you've kind of, it's all you've ever known. Like, so it does get a bit complacent, I suppose, like our driving does when we've been driving for a long time. You maybe do things you wouldn't do <laughs> if it was, you know, if your driving instructor was <laughs> sitting beside you. Um, so I think about it like that, like there's different mindsets that maybe people have dependent on how long they've had the diagnosis. And I mm. think I, I've really learned that through, working with other with, with you and and then seeing other tight ones in the program you know it's a hard job for you because you're having to navigate all that but there's different lenses you know
0: yeah there is I suppose like you say it's a journey for everyone that's what I stress to all clients when they come in mm-hmm. don't worry about your starting point this is your journey do you know what I mean and like you say I think it's time dependent or how the control is coming into the program depends on the mindset um i think as well oh, 100%. yeah so and i
1: think that mindset's massive you just made, made me think of something there like i think that's the bit you've got to take control of because mm. nobody else can do that for you so no. and i know you 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 ram this home a lot which I, I again was what really made me think you you were the one to work with but like no this isn't going to go away not to be negative but like you, you have to step up and own it and it doesn't mean you have days where you're like I would fucking love a working pancreas and I'd love to just sub <clears> out for a day and I used to say it to my mom and dad I was like just one day one day where I can lie in bed and not have mm. to think about this but there's actually it's okay to feel like that but you've got to bounce back because that's not reality so I have never in my entire life let diabetes stop me from doing anything it's owned me a few times where I've you know missed out on parties or whatever I really want to go to because I've had a hypo or whatever's happened or I get excited and then my blood sugar's mental which happens. But, you know I, like I've traveled I've had a baby I've I've you know been all over the world I've worked I, like I ref- and I've, I've been best at my job like I've refused to let it's almost driven me to be better because I think hmm. only you know how hard it is other you can't expect other people are going to know and I think the reason for joining your program for me was having other people that get it from a lived experience perspective because you know I was speaking to somebody yesterday there who was battling with depression and it's something thankfully I've not had to deal with but she said something really interesting she said you're not going to get this because you've not lived this and I Mm -hmm. thought that's how I feel about diabetes people go oh you know oh poor you and I'm like no I don't give me that like you don't know so what it made me realize was joining in with other type ones in a program like you know that like you run is so pivotal to make you realize that you know, it's not just you that finds it hard. Actually, it's everybody, and it's all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. I love that you're saying that. I definitely agree with that. So, like, where you touched a bit there, but where was you in terms of like numbers control, like before joining the program?
1: Because, so, like I, you I said, like
0: to... your your A one C wasn't bad, but there was. We know that A one C isn't the best measure of control, and there was a lot of other shit going on, sort of underneath that, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So my my average blood glucose was 9.5. Um, my hb one c was 6.4, 6.5, which again, like you look at and you're like, that's fucking amazing. But not if you actually drill down, you know. Um, so my time in target was 51, 52%. Um, and I found that I actually found that picture that I screenshotted before I did your program the other day. And I was like, man, you know, that <laughs> that's probably not even the worst I'd been. But that was where I was at before I joined. Um, and like I say, to see now, like that I'm, like I say, 80% plus, my, my average blood sugar is about 7, 7.2. Now it could be lower. And I have to watch my little, you know, I've spoken to you and Tal about this, like my little perfectionist mindset, because I totally am. I'm like, I want to be the best everything <laughs> all the time. So I'm like, I want a 5.8. The reality of that for me is that is that I don't believe that that is going to happen without mm. me really restricting other areas in my life. But for I, I, made my, I set myself the target that if I can achieve 70% plus time and target, that's banging and my consultant was like over the moon if I could if I could do that so obviously maybe being me I do 80 because that's just the kind of thing
0: so how was how was like what made you reach out what was it and what sort of position because we know like your HB1C was all right, your average wasn't bad, but time in target obviously was around 50% could be better yeah. and deviation. So like you said, there was a lot of fluctuations going from lows to highs. What was it? How did you feel and what made you sort of reach out?
1: Well, do you know, and it might not be relatable for lots of people, but I suppose you could compare this to lots of other illnesses, whether that's, you know, whether that's depression, whether that's um, any anything. I was diagnosed with a really horrendous Really horrendous. Oh, we think diabetes is bad. This was an absolute mm. belter. Um, uh, it was they thought they think it's a post-COVID um, symptom. So I got diagnosed with that last June, and it basically took over my life for a year. Um, I was covered from head to foot in basically boils and sores, and it was just horrific. So, um, I got to the point where I was off work for five months, having never ever been off work. Um, that was quite hard to get my head around. And I was lying in bed thinking this is it <laughs> this is me I'm going to die like looking like a leper and uh I, I, in my head in the back of my head I heard this little like, and I was like thinking so if you've always wanted to have time to deal with your diabetes but like proper time like committed I, I like really focused I remember like thinking to myself so if you've got so much else going on in your mind just now in your body, but I was like, "Nah, I need to own this. This is a, this is an opportunity. This shit might be happening with my with the rest of me, but I've got an opportunity here to proper proper nail my diabetes control." So I, that's the day that I went on Instagram, and I was not an Instagram user before that, really. And I was like floating about. it my pal Alex tagged me, she was like,
0: something oh, I want to get onto shortly. about yeah. Instagram, but no, continue on. We'll get onto she, that in a bit.
1: She was like, <laughs> "She was like, you'll love this guy. Uh, have a check out his stuff." And I liked it, and that was it straight away and you know what I love is that I've always been somebody who's like I don't need coaches counsellors all that genuinely that's the headspace I've been in and I hope that hits home for some people because I was that guy hmm. who was like I don't need help um, I've got this I'm smart I've got this I didn't um, and like I say you could think well your control wasn't that bad but my life I was just, it was that rebound and unless if you've been on that rebound where you're just high low high low all the time you will know how unbelievably shit you feel you're just exhausted grumpy always hungry always started just just horrible and um yeah it got to the point I was just sick of living like that so um I stepped out and kind of committed to myself that while I was off if I couldn't get the rest of me better I'd get my diabetes better and what I love is and it's not I will say that that sadly wasn't what cured me thankfully this thing goes away spontaneously and it has but um feeling like I could own something when i was lying in bed on my back literally remember the first first few weeks i was with you i couldn't even move like i i wasn't being able to get up and about i was like literally every time i moved, my skin would crack and bleed so it was like but it was gave me time to read all the stuff that you put on to listen to all the podcast like all, all the videos and um it made me feel empowered again because it was like this is something that i can take control of um (laughs) and looking
0: <laughs> I love, I love that, and it is. I always say this, like I said, this many conversations with you and with clients, and like on my podcast and all this sort of stuff. Is like, there's going to be things in your life that you can't control, but mm-hmm. diabetes, and I'll be straight up and honest, is one yeah. of those things. As a type one, you can fucking control it, yeah. and if you start to control that, that's going to empower you to feel like you can take charge of the rest of your life. And I, I do speak to a lot of type 100%. ones right like now. Yeah, so. What would you say is the biggest win from the (laughs) programme? I know what you want to say, and I want to get on to what would you say is the biggest win from the (laughs) programme?
1: It's it's really hard, genuinely, because I... like it's changed life and I I, no way to get away from that like it's literally changed my life and what I love is it's every aspect it's changed my work life my home life my personal life my you know I'm not getting so many um colds infections because my sugars were high so much like so I would say I, I can't put it into a single word but it's literally changed every single aspect um and people have noticed and I love that um so you know I used to get comments from people oh maybe you're a brittle diabetic no I'm not a fucking brittle, like, fucking I, just brittle haven't got, diabetic.
0: <laughs> I haven't Aww. got
1: this in control you know I just these like comments are oh I've got friends who are diabetic I've never had a hypo do you I mm. well those comments have stopped or <laughs> <laughs> because and that's the thing I you know you can't you can't um get away from the fact that some people are just you know the people will always want to comment won't they but for me I feel like those around me that I love and care about have noticed that there's a huge difference um in my presentation and my um appetite for life if you like
0: i love that absolutely love that and one we'll cover it now i think a big win for you especially and we know we're both foodies i think that's why we got on so fucking well do you know what i mean we we like to eat So I think a big, what was the big win for you when oh, it comes to the self that how, you managed to nail? How
1: did I forget to talk about this? <laughs> right, so yeah. <laughs> I remember when I started, and I was like, "You, I'd looked, I'd looked it up because I always research people just to make sure they're like actually kosher." And it was like, <laughs> "Personal, personal trainer, yada. And I was like, "Oh, here we, here we fucking go." What I will say to everybody listening, um, and obviously you can't see me, but like, I, I've had a love hate relationship with exercise my whole life. Um, it's not something that I, I, I would love to be one of those people who go out and go. I get the endorphin kicks. I'm not that guy. Right, <laughs> I just die every time, but. Um, but Thomas helped me break through some of those some of those issues but the one thing i am absolutely head over heels crazy about is food like i mean like and i am a carb lover no mm. i i <laughs> um and i'd always genuinely thought um that that was a big problem for me because i love to eat you know, delicious food. I'm not saying like necessarily junk food, although I love burgers, but, you know, I love pasta. I love I love really carb-rich foods. And I really struggle with that because for me to take a bolus that was massive scared the shit out of me because I would go to bed and think, I've got eight units on board. I'm going to die. And I used to say to my husband every night, every night this happened. I turned to him and I'd hold his face in my hand and I'd say, babe, if I die tonight, just to make sure, you know, like that, you tell Amos, it's my little boy, that I love him and that I love you, and he go, "Oh my god, like, stop being so dramatic." But, <laughs> like, I was genuinely petrified going to bed with that much because I didn't understand the profile of food and all of mm. that. So, like, you really, really, really helped me to um, to get to grips with that, and I think as well, you know, Chinese foods was. <laughs> <laughs> nemesis Um, I would eat literally before I came on your program I hadn't had a Chinese I think for two years because I just vowed in my head diabetes couldn't eat Chinese well (laughs) that was like one of my first challenges was I've got to nail Chinese food and I have fucking nailed it and it is the best feeling in the world because I love it and I love we eat the same things and they're packed full salt and sugar and fat and you know protein (laughs) but once in a while once in a while it's so good um and i've been able to navigate how to bolus split bolus and extend my uh, base increase my basil for for that type of meal and that has given me so much joy (laughs)
0: like genuinely because yeah. yeah. it, it was a very unorthodox sort of thing of us sending pictures of deep fried crispy shredded chili chicken and salt and pepper chips and egg fried rice that we used to just literally send the picture of that. moment. What you have yeah, well, in <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: here you go. So that was a huge thing for you, like you said, like being able to do the extended bowlers, increased basil, like bowlers for those sort of 100%. higher fat, higher sugar, higher carb sort of meals. And what you said there then, it's funny, it was doing a weekly workshop last night and a couple of the guys on there said, They are always worried about giving more than a certain amount of insulin, or going to bed with some insulin on board. And I bet a lot of Type Ones are going to be able to relate to that. Like you said, through doing the program, getting the understanding of how the food works and stuff, it's giving you the confidence with it. Yeah. So, like, where where are you at now with everything in terms of numbers and in terms like your headspace and your outlook towards
1: your diabetes and stuff? Best I have ever been. Like a bit and you know what's beautiful is even better than I was in the program because on the program you're in an intensive period of learning and training and working and 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 navigating mm. so for me that's not a pleasure place like mm. that's not a place where i'm like oh yeah <laughs> stay here forever that no offense to you but like oh. you know for us all like whether that's at uni or whether that's when we're going through new stuff and we're having to learn it, it's tiring um yeah. but what i love so much because i i had this you know do 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 i stay dependent and go actually i'm just gonna sign up tom for the next like year of my life or two years of my life because <laughs> i was at the end of it i was thinking how am i going to manage this how am i going to manage like because my control was so good and i was getting a hundred like really regularly which i couldn't believe haven't had maybe one in my, in my life um and i was like i don't want this but then it's a way of like it's like when you pass your driving test it's like baby keys are yours now it's over to you and you've got the skills you need you just you're just gonna have to like apply it and, you know, that's not to say that it's been utter ease and perfection the whole time. There's still been there's still been learning. And, you know, it, it might be relevant to say, like, I, I've had a whole new bit of learning to have to do. You know, you talk in your course about periods and and and, and the sort of women's cycles and how much nobody had ever spoken to me about that. Mm. Um, never mind a, <laughs> a mank, PT, you know, or <laughs> coach. Um, nobody had ever talked to me about that from a diabetes perspective. Um, but because I, yeah, so... so managing and navigating all of that is is still a work in progress i would say and i still have days when randomly i'll have a high poor or high that i cannot explain but mm. those are so few and far between like yeah. so few and far between and i said that to you when i left like the i was i was nervous to look at my dexcom i've had a dexcom for 11 years that i paid for and i was nervous to look look at my phone because i'd never see fives or sixes it would always be like t- it, would, it would be something that would require a, a response. Mm. And I was so fucking tired of responding, like, so tired. And now I just like I can't tell you. It's it's like <laughs> I look at it all the time because my my threshold for me is three point nine to ten point nine. I'm not saying that's for everybody. That's what that's what my uh, range is. And I sit there for almost the whole day. You know, it moves. Mm. Don't get me wrong. It's never straight ever. Some people's are straight. Mine are never straight. Oh. Um, but I cannot tell you how fulfilling that is to like not just have to be making decisions all the time and I thought that while I was getting ready again this morning I was like my friend said something to me the other day and she's I love her she's quite dramatic she's not diabetic and she's like oh my god I have decision fatigue and I was like (laughs) decision fatigue babe I was like decision fatigue like diabetics make I don't know what they've calculated like hundreds and hundreds of decisions more a day it is okay to be tired well like I'm knackered most of the time. And that that's just the state of living. But it's a happy tired now because it's in control. But we yeah. still have to. It still we to have to show up. We still have to calculate. We still have to. There's no getting away from that. But once you once you own the principles, I remember you saying that. Like once you've learned them to the point that it's a natural state, it's so much less exhausting. And that's where I'm at. So for me, I'm I'm happier, even happier than I was when I was doing your program.
0: I love that, and that's what I wanted to touch on with you. Why I wanted you to to come on, obviously, because. You finished the program, what was it, two months ago, three months ago, something like that now? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, four,
1: maybe four. It was, was a while ago. Like yes, it. yes. Yeah.
0: so it was, on, for everyone who doesn't know, the program's 12 weeks, so it's 90 days or three months, right? <clears throat> and like Soph said there, and I always say to clients, look, we're going to work fucking hard, but I'm going to teach you all these principles to get this great control, but then it's instilling them and keeping consistent even after the program. And that's something that you've done mega well. So because obviously you're still sharing your stories, you post, you're tagging me, and you've managed to keep that consistency, which like you said, yeah, it's hard work when you're in it. But that's the goal of putting the hard work in now for it to become autonomous. Yeah, we're always going to be thinking, but those thoughts are easier and they're backed up by data from, from putting the work in, which is where you're at now with it. And so let's run through some numbers and then I want to touch on the Instagram profile that you created as well from after the program because I fucking love that. But so what's your current like HBA1C now?
1: (laughs) My current HBA1C is 40.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is like, I got it back. When did I get it back? Last week. And what I love is it was, that's what it was when I was on your program and I'd worked so hard on your program. So it's like was that is it 5 point8?
0: Yeah, so the 40 I'm gonna do the conversions for you. I think now. it's five
1: point8 or 6 point2 I I, I I still work in old money.
0: yeah, old money I still I'm normally working both but yeah, so that's 5.8. <laughs> yeah, so five point eight yeah which which is, is five point8. But like as we said, yeah, you was like in the sixes before starting, you're now keeping consistent 5.8. But what, what was your average when you started? And what's your average Nine, now? Uh,
1: my average was 9.2. And my average now is 7.2.
0: Mega. Uh,
1: so and the big one for that. you
0: was like the, the timing range.
1: Time and target. Well. So it was 50, 51 or 52%. And now it's minimum 80 And that's consistent 7, 14, 30, and 90 days. 90 oh days at a and you know what I, I know I've put it on my, my my um my Instagram thing but uh, this this is like you've got to be proud of yourself when you put the work in like and yes. I am I am all for people like bigging themselves up when they put lots of work into something my I had I have or I had an incredible consultant I just moved a few weeks ago to a new um diabetes team because of because of where I live. Um, but I uh, had an incredible consultant who'd known me since I was 16 and he'd known my feistiness and he was also very, he swore nearly as much as you. And I'll just we just got on really, really well. And he said to me, he was like, after I finished the program, well, actually, I'll, t- I'll tell this as well, because it's really bigs you up. He did an hour and a half like CPD, Continuous Professional Development, sort of study, if you like, with me on the program because he was so blown away by the difference in me and the difference in my control and he was like he wanted to like know everything so he was so excited by what you do um and he then said to me and i was like yeah but it's it's like 70 76% now and i've not, I've not been at work for months and i said i'm going back to work but my target's 80 and he was like so don't be fucking ridiculous he's like <laughs> i love them cuz he just he was he was just he was like He's like you can't be you can't be a working mum and you know you're putting way too much pressure on yourself. <laughs> See when people say that, it's like a little light in a match for me, really. Yeah, I was gonna um, say that like, to you, Like, it's too much, much, pre- come on, then. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> but he was like, um, too much pressure. You know, you're put. He said, "There's no, is for diabetics that." moving from a 70% time and target to an 80% time and target over a 10 or 20 year period is going to improve their lifespan or anything else for me none of that matters like actually it's a little self-target you know I pray that I keep my sight I pray that I have that my legs stay you know both there and that my heart stays healthy but mm. um control once we've put in the work to get our control as best it can but for me it was more about living at 80% is the is me living my best life. Does that make yeah. sense? So um when he said that, he was like, Don't put pressure on yourself. Well, I kind of ramped it up. And I mean, I have a really full life. I do loads of stuff. It's not like I'm sitting continuously monitoring my diabetes, but I'm checking it quite a lot. And because I've got all the things I can apply, um, I'm able to make those quick changes when needed. Anyway, I got hit my eighty percent for my 90 day and I was like literally, it was like I'd won the lottery. It was like mm-hmm. the best feel and I sent it <laughs> I sent him a, a big long email about you know the fact that actually I probably wouldn't have done it if you hadn't challenged me like that. Even though he probably didn't mean <laughs> to, but um, it's so worth so worth putting the effort in because yeah, it just it, you just live such a happier life.
0: I love that, my God. And I'll touch on that. What you. You said he wasn't a big Instagram user, but was it at the end of the course or towards the end when you actually went and created your Instagram profile, your high quality oh, yeah. hot tubs? And now, like yeah. as a coach, this may sound like purely selfish, but I say this as a coach, for me to be able to coach someone and teach someone um, is obviously passing my knowledge on to that one person. But then, like yourself and a few others have done it, but with yourself, you then go and create a profile to speak about diabetes, your experience, to to pass that knowledge on to other people. That's how it spreads, and that's how we all get better. And I absolutely love the fact that you've done
1: that. Hundred percent. I, I am, I'm somebody who like whenever I learn, and I've, I'm quite maybe it's quite sad. I love I love learning about whatever you know. But I think mm. now that I have the the knowledge around diabetes management that I do, certainly that I can apply to my own life. Um, my folks were like, Sophie, you're gonna be able to help so many people because I know so many type ones already, like because just you know, friends always go, oh Sophie, I've got a friend of a friend who they've got a little one, they'd love you to talk to them and you know, they're really struggling or whatever. And I've always been like, Yeah, yeah, pass my number on because I I I know how <laughs> I know how challenging and difficult it is. So mm. I um it was actually Christy uh that messaged me, she said to me, My God, you know, you should you should totally blog, you should totally write. And I've always been like, I've not got time for that, but I love, I love, as you can tell, I love talking. So um she's like I think I put a, a, I put a post on my own Instagram that was something like hypos and hot tubs because every time I have a bath or a hot tub I end up hypo after no matter what <laughs> I do but I'm working on it and um my I got my husband bought a hot tub for for Christmas for me because I was nagging him for years for one and um, every time I'd go in it, I'd just be like stuffing jelly babies in my face so she was like you should totally call your you should totally call your blog hypos and hot tubs or hot tubs and hypos um so I did and I just I I'm not I'm not, you know I'm on it quite a lot but um it's been amazing because it's been like. I mean, there's maybe only about two hundred and fifty followers, but hardly any of them I know. But it's lots of people who, um, you know, either have got kids with diabetes or wives or husbands with diabetes, or and I absolutely freaking love that. I love the idea of like battle and passing, like, Mm. um, you know, like you kind of done that for me. I want to be able to help other people, and I, I, that's the beauty of of relationship and community and connection. Like, you know, it's wider than just the the investment you're making. So for me, making that investment. In myself through you has meant that I'm now I now have more ability to help other people as well, which I just is beautiful. I think it's wonderful. So I absolutely
0: yeah. love that. And especially as a coach, like that's one of the goals. And you've absolutely smashed that. So I love it. So what what would you say you enjoyed most about the program if you could pick one or two things?
1: I I loved, loved, loved the weekly workshops. Um they were just the best. I I actually, I I actually really miss them. I probably miss them the most. Um
0: because no, they still wondering what, what they are basically once a week we all get me and my clients we all get on a zoom call um and obviously people ask a couple of questions pick a couple of topics but we basically just have a chat and the conversation is funny isn't it like and the conversation just goes off and onto random tangents sometime we had one speaking about bears and all that there's so much oh. different stuff but it's just like we just all get together and have a chat, and like you said, it's that was one just, of your, your favourite parts.
1: It's just beautiful, and I think it's it's that lived experience of where somebody says something or gives an example of something that's happened to them that day or that week that's been hard or been funny, and you can just like proper belly laugh because you get it because you mm. lived it and you've been there and you've. So yeah, that was beautiful. I loved them. I personally, I would not if I, I and I'm somebody who if I if I ever find that my control was getting out of. like out of whack again you know um I would come back like Mm. I would come back and do coaching with you because I saw how and I hope it never goes that way but um like for me I would only do your program if like I would never do it without having the one-to-ones I had with you does that make sense like I know you've got different options for for your for your Um, programme. I'm glad that's the one I went with because um I for me I need accountability. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a little bit of a a wideol. Like um like I like to kind of pave my own way. Yeah yeah (laughs) and I don't like to be told what to do by anybody. Um so for me having (laughs) having the one-to-ones with you I couldn't do that. So it can, you know, if I if I could hide behind a a, a screen or not have that face to face or or whatever WhatsApp chat where I had to actually give <laughs> give some indication of how much exercise had you done, so how many sit ups sit ups had you done, or whatever. Like that, you know, I, about my eating or whatever it was. I, there was no no place to hide, and I for mm. me I needed that at that point of time in my life because I would have probably taken a bit of an easy easy road out. Yeah. Or easier road out and that's pretty mental to think you're paying to go on a coaching program but you have to know yourself well enough to know what you need so yeah. if you're not somebody who needs that then great you probably don't need that level of intensity for somebody like me who is like I say a bit wide um you know yeah. likes to navigate her own path then <laughs> um, it's great that you do that
0: <laughs> but like the workshops and the accountability like you say in the check-ins and just making 100%. sure that you're working through. Well. Um, what would you say to anyone considering joining the programme?
1: I would honestly say you're crazy if you don't. Um, I I have recommended you to every, like, every type, I think I know about eight or nine type ones, to everybody that, that I know. And I know that one of my friends is doing the programme at the moment and she's having beautiful success she's
0: and again, smashing like, it she is smashing oh, she's smashing it i remember just, all the and name, honestly, I, I remember the first chat and she was apprehensive we spoke about that this morning i said do you remember before you joined you was like oh i'm not too sure and you went back and spoke to solve and then now look at where you're at like she's absolutely smashing it so
1: it's it's and for me i think is about like to see that to see my friends like flourishing is just beautiful like it it, it is an investment like it's an investment in yourself and it's not just when it comes to taking on any coaching or whatever it's not just a financial investment and I say this to people at work who do coaching um who go for you know coaching around their work life or around their you know their, their business it's an investment mentally because mm-hmm. um you you're going to be making some significant changes that you you have to have the desire you can't Partially commit if you're going to come on the program. Like you've oh. got to go. I say the word "baws deep" and I get told off all the time by my husband because he says it's not ladylike. But I But you know, you, you, you and I speak the same lingo. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you got like you you're in it, in it, um, and and I think to get the most out of it, and I've it's interesting because I've seen people, um, you know, I've seen people through the through the journey of the three months I did in the program, it, it invest in themselves at different levels. So you know, and you you know, and I mean, some people went like like proper, let's say knees deep. That's fair, knees deep in it. <laughs> and other people maybe stayed on the outskirts. And what I would say is, and I said this in the in the video that I did, um, you know, uh, like if you're going to get the most out of it, you need to get stuck in. Like you yeah. need to invest yourself. You need to invest your time. You need to invest your energy, or you won't you know all that planning is gonna is gonna give such amazing outcomes like like i say now to to not even have to think and be sitting at 80 percent is so not what i thought would ever happen but if i hadn't done the program it would never be there and like i say that i hope it encourages people because that's somebody who's lived with it for 30 years before i came on the program mm. and i wasn't like i say a bad diabetic you know i was never in hospital with key all that stuff but i wasn't i, I I wasn't living a fulfilled life because I was kind of owned by my diabetes um, and constantly reacting. And I, the weight, the weight loss I've had, I genuinely believe um, because as embarrassed as I am to say this in front of you, it's not because I'm like slaving at the gym, but I'm not drinking so many hypo shots and eating so many jelly babies. I still have hypos, but I'm not having four or five a day. um, And I've been a little bit dramatic, but you know, I'm not having countless where I'm eating, you know, bags of sweets or whatever to compensate. So that's helped me to you know get better control of my weight as well and all of that so it's you 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 just need to do it like you you if, if i can get my h1c B, B1C down from 6.5 or whatever it was to 5.8 but have it at 5.8 accurately like you, you anybody can do that like hmm. anybody's capable of it um i don't do anything different to, and i could do even better see if i actually did some of this if i actually did work out every day or every other day i could probably get an even better hb1c and again, i'm kind working on that but um <laughs> like what i mean is like you 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 will only be as good as you want to be yeah. um so oh no I, I i rave about you all the time so like thanks. you're a little fan oh.
0: girl <laughs> <laughs> i love that thanks and what you touched on there yeah it's an investment financially but mentally and you've got to be willing to get stuck oh. in and, and, and get the most from it and I think this is, excuse me, like most tight ones I speak to, like, I want this good control, but I'm, I don't want it to take over my life. And I'm like, right, look, well, we're going to do this program. So it be around 12 weeks long. You're going to put a lot of fucking work in now. But then, like you said, where you're at now, so it doesn't take over your life. Your decisions are atomic. You've got all that knowledge. you just kind of 100%. like cruising through it, if you like. Yeah, we still have bad days. Yeah. But on a whole, you've just said your numbers there. It, it was worth that investment in yourself. Oh, my and goodness. So what, so what would you say? What's one thing, if you could say to any other type one, what would you say? I always like to ask these at the end of these uh, chatting, to, chatting to podcasts. What's one bit of advice? You, you know I'd say? Type one.
1: I'd say I'd say get involved. So even if you're not able financially to to take on the course at the moment, um, and it's something that you want to do, I would say get involved in terms of your podcast, in terms of and and you'll get the you'll get what's the like there's a phrase, like you'll get the you'll like you you'll, you'll want to bite and you'll like what's the I can't think how to say it, that you'll like your desire will build for it so that mm. you will you will sacrifice whatever you need to sacrifice in order to do it so like if it means that you know you're not like having massive a couple of massive nights out or and you're just putting that money away do that because I think you've got to start somewhere and I think you know the fact that you you know you owe and like you put all you put this stuff on for people to help them they can start there. So yeah. there's not really an excuse not to get involved. And I've seen some beautiful posts from people who, you know, haven't been able to, to, to take on your program, which I get not everybody is. I totally get that. And I feel privileged mm. that I was able to. But I've seen that you've been able to change people's lives, even just through doing the podcast. And, and that's beautiful. So what I would say is the tools are there for you. You just need to take the time. You need to, ha- you need to take the time and have the desire to actually want to access them. And then you'll not want to stop.
0: Yeah, I love that, like get involved. And I always say that to people, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I speak to people that aren't in a position. Join the program, like here's a link to my podcast. Like I dedicate, and Tal and Owen, like we're all, you know, like I'd say some of the top type one coaches out there, like we all dedicate so much of our time for free to helping you guys and helping the community. We're posting, creating content, posting on social media, um, doing a podcast, me and Owen. Do you know what I mean? Like sharing things to help you guys. We create like so much stuff and give away a lot of our time for free. So like Soph said then, get involved, go and search for the information, follow us, do you know what I mean? And start taking action. It's going to be the best thing. So I love that. So, so, right. Is there anything that you'd like to end with, Soph, or like to add?
1: (laughs) I don't think so. I think I did pretty good considering how much I talk. Um, I just genuinely want to thank you. Like you and here's the thing, right? You are you're totally straight talking. You're ab there is absolutely no BS with you, you're straight down the line. That isn't going to be for everybody. I love it though. Like that's what I need. I needed somebody to cut through all of that. And I am so thankful that you decided to do this coaching because um like changed, changed it changed a changed a wee a wee girl's life in Scotland. So I just I really mean that thank you for for what you invest of yourself and um, your time and uh, yeah you're I I do I miss I miss I miss the banter for sure but um, and that's (laughs) a good thing the other thing with with joining with you is you're gonna laugh a lot we used to laugh an awful lot together so um, it's good fun as well as being hard it's really really good fun so no Mm. just thank you Tom really
0: well thank you so thanks so much for coming on as well I appreciate that Cheers.
1: All right. Take care. Bye.
0: So I just want to jump back in before we close out this episode to say a couple of things. One, what an absolute legend Sophie is. She was such a joy to work with. And she said a lot of things that are probably going to hit home with a lot of you guys out there. And secondly, if you are considering or would like to work with me and my team to improve your diabetes management, have better control, lower your average glucose, you know, increase your time and target range, improve that HbA1c then all you need to do is click the link to book a calling with me in the show notes below and we can have a chat. Alternatively, if you've got me on social, so Instagram, type underscore Tom or Facebook, Tom Allison, drop me a DM, just say the word BG so I know where it's come from and we will have a chat. Thanks very much for listening. Catch you soon.